Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Jessica Carter. And we're so glad you're here to um, be with us today as we do our podcast, Lifting You Higher. And today's topic just feels like a long, first of all, it just feels like a long time since I've seen Jessica. I know. I mean, we see each other, but we're not just doing this. So anyway, so glad to be back. Yeah. But anyway, so um, we kind of both been traveling a lot. So this is, um, July has been kind of a a unique month for us and June was. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so today's topic is books that have influenced your life. Yeah. And um, I was sharing with Jessica, let's do a topic on books that really, like our memorial, where it changed us in our relationship with Jesus. Because because we're both readers, and um, there's nothing wrong if you're not a reader. But, you know, (laughs) if you are a reader, you know what we're talking about. And if you're just starting to dip your toes in the pool of reading, Mm -hmm. um, where maybe this might help you. And it also shows the power of reading. Yeah, uh, because I know, um, and I understand if you're not a reader, because right now I'm reading a book and I'm not going to give it away <laughs> who the author is or whatnot, but it's really tough reading. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I understand the concept that you really don't like to read, but it can have such a powerful, you know, the Bible is a word yeah, and the word is Jesus and it, and it, you read it and it changes your life and God will put that same mm-hmm. power in authors to write books that will change people's lives. And so we initially were going to do three, and then I, and I said, I can't whittle it down to three. <laughs> yeah, there's no... I, I wanted mean... to do ten, but no, we're going to do three. So anyway... We're five now. Yeah, no, we're going to do five. Five. So we, we, uh, we upped it up to five. Yes. So we have five books that really um, have changed our life. And so you want to go first, Jessica? Sure. Um, do you want me to tell you my five? Yeah, no, just, just one at a time. One at a time. And go and also talk about when you found the book, not like... Okay. You know, I'm not going to remember the exact date and year I found the book, but yeah, I know chronologically <laughs> in my Christian life when sure. I came upon this book and read it. Sure. So tell that. Um, okay. So my first book I have on my list is, it's called um, Jesus. Oh. Uh, I can never say that word. Oh, Theograph. 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 Jesus. A theograph. A theograph. Okay. Um, and I have my book so I can show you guys on <laughs> camera if you're looking. Um, this is by Leonard Sweet and Frank Viola. Um, this is definitely not a book for the faint of heart. (laughs) Um, it did take me a long time to like get into it. I kind of had to force myself to read the first chapter and then after that I was hooked. Um, but it's the first book ever written, um, to combine historical Jesus studies with biblical theology. So it's a mix of both, um, and it says that it's they crafted uh, a breathtaking saga that tells the Jesus story in both Old and New Testament. Ooh. So this book I found, um, all of these books have been later in my walk with Jesus. Um, but this book I found 
a couple years ago, I think. And it really, I was kind of in a, in a point in my walk where I was just feeling very lukewarm. Like, what's the point of all of this? And this kind of just opened my eyes to the world of, of really the, the Bible and Jesus and the whole story. And it really, it's, it was really impactful in my life. So. Well, it just goes to show you the power of, power of Jesus Mm -hmm. that uh, somebody that can write a book about the time he lived basically Mm -hmm. and how things all worked and everything, how the power of that can affect you because it's God inspired now. And you know, when you read books, you have to be careful. Don't get something weird and totally off um, heretical or off the, (laughs) you know, not right. But um, it just goes to show you the power of reading about Jesus, how it will, it will, crush off any crustiness mm-hmm. and get you on fire. And we also want you to know that the Bible was number one book. That was just oh, awesome. Yes. That was that was just on the table. That was already on the table. We weren't going to bring that Yeah, up, so, so we went five under the Bible. Yes, so, yeah. <laughs> so, that's so just in case you're, you're yeah. wondering. Uh, but anyway, so, well, my, I did, I did not bring my books because we record this at <laughs> Jessica's house. And so I took pictures, which, by the way, on our Facebook page, we are going to have pictures of the book covers of yeah. for my five and her five yeah. because it'd be, um, nothing drives me more crazy than trying <laughs> to write something down while people are talking and then I don't get it all right. Yes. So my book and I'm going to, I tried to put them in, um, order that I read them to the best of my recollection. And so my first one is called spiritual authority by Watchman Nee. Hmm. And his last name is spelled N E E. And this book, and he's written lots of books, but this one, Spiritual Authority. I read it because our pastor was preaching on it like 25, even maybe more years ago, maybe 28. And um, it was, I read the book because he was preaching out of it. And when I first read it, I thought, well, this is too hard for me to read. But it was a divining moment in my life where God would say, listen, you can stay where you are right now in kindergarten Mm -hmm. and there's nothing and I will still you'll still go to heaven I still love you 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 know but there is a deeper place you can go Mm -hmm. with me and and this book was in my life the divining moment when I said I want to go deeper Mm -hmm. I don't want to stay in kindergarten I want to I want to be you know I want to graduate from high school and (laughs) go to college I want to be deeper in it with God Mm -hmm. and so the book, and it's not a very thick book. It's it's like maybe a half an inch thick. It's not a long book, but it really is. It's like it. It's a book that really says, "Listen, there's more here," mm-hmm. and and it's going to take effort on you to find it. And it's not even going to be hard to find. Mm-hmm. All you have, you know, it's in your Bible. But there, it was just that was the that was the book, the dividing moment. I said, "I want to, I want to go, I want more." Yeah. Wow, that's good. I, yeah, I feel like a lot of these books on my list have, have been like the stepping stones to kind of push me forward and push me into a deeper walk with Christ um, and just kind of like expand my mind. Um, The next one on my list is um, a fun read. It's not very long. It's called The Gospel According to Moses, What My Jewish Friends Taught Me About Jesus. It is so good. Okay, um, I came back from Israel after, so I, I had a, I went to Israel with a group, and I came back, and I was with some friends, and we were talking about books, and I was like, yeah, what are some good books I should read? So this was one of the suggestions, and after coming back from Israel, I was very thirsty, 
<laughs> thirsty for more of what um, God had for my life, what uh, it meant to follow Jesus, all of that. And this kind of helped. And um, I wanted to read this. Um, it's kind of just a short synopsis of the book. Um, but this is by, um, how do you, how, how would you pronounce his first name? Atoll. Atoll. Yeah. A- Adol Dixon. That's a good Jewish name. It Adol. is. Uh, he's not Jewish. No way, really? He's not Jewish. Okay, okay. so this is the synopsis. Um, and this is him uh, writing. Years ago, I exposed myself to the possibility of that Judaism might have great truths to offer. And Cheever Torah, which was a Bible study that he attended, re- uh, rewarded my open mind with radical improvements in the way I lived and viewed my Christian faith. So, um, he goes to a Jewish Bible study and it opens his eyes. And th- so this is like his story, but it was, it's so like eye opening. And I, I think now Christians nowadays are just kind of hungry for that. Like what, you know, like Jesus was Jewish. So what does that mean for us? You know, mm-hmm. in my Christian walk. So, uh, and I found that oh, like four or five years ago and it, and all of these are very recent, but, um, yeah, it, it's just one of those books that I will continue to come back to and reread. So, okay. Well, first of all, can I borrow it? Absolutely. <laughs> Cause uh, that I want to read. Yes. Um, because I agree with you. I think the day and times that we're living in where there's been a lot of prophecy and a lot of just things that are happening in the world yeah. today that we're coming to understand that, um, it's that we are. You know, the old timers have always said, pray for Israel, pray for Israel, or, you know, mm-hmm. they're, you know, but I think we're coming into a time where we understand that we are all one body. Yes. That, um, and that, um, for us, it gives us a deeper understanding mm-hmm. of why we know Jesus is who he is. Yeah. And I also think it's an opportunity for, um, the, um, uh, Jewish to understand this is your opportunity to yet again mm-hmm. see that he did come. Yeah. And that, you know, and that he is coming back mm-hmm. and, and it, he is the son of God. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's, I, I want to read that book. That looks interesting. Um, it's very good. Yeah. And it also goes back to, I don't know if you've been listening to our podcast, but you remember that I think we both had a similar thing that we wanted to do in 2021. And that is to read more. Mm-hmm get back to reading more. Yeah. Um, which is ironic. You think we would have had plenty of time to read in 2020, <laughs> but I think 2020 was such a messed up so, year that, you yes. know, I'm not holding, I'm not judging anybody. Hey. Okay. So anyway, so my next book is, is called Heinz feet on high places oh. by Hannah Hernard. Now, I don't know if you're a guy, if you're going to get in this book, but if you're a woman, oh my God, you need to read this book because it, it was like, in fact, look at my cover. I took a picture of it. It's it's just been through it. I, this book is a book written about the book of Habakkuk, right? Yeah. And, um, she bases it on the book of Habakkuk and about the scripture where it says, and I will be like hinds feet on high places. I will deer mm-hmm. pra- seeking God, praising God. And it's a story from a broken woman. And that's why I related to it so much mm-hmm. as she walks her way through 
this journey to getting to the high places with God. And I'm telling you, it is. Uh, and it was written a bazillion years ago. I mean, yeah. this is an old it's book. An old book, yeah. And uh, it is just like, it will break you. <laughs> It'll break everything in you after you read it. And um, ironically, she has a sequel called Mountains of Spice, oh. which I've also read. And is it is good, too. But this was my first experience reading something of hers. And that Heinz feet on high places was just so profound. I mean, I do. I remember reading it and just weeping yeah. and thinking. And um, it, it's just it's it's just awesome. So highly, <laughs> highly recommend it. And there's a fancy word for it, too, where you take, um, and I can't remember it. And um, I guess I should have brought the books so I could say it but it's a fancy word where you make a story from a scripture into Ooh. real life and you bring us think it starts with the word a or something but um but i just highly recommend hind's feet on high places it will just get into your heart and it's gonna mess with you you will not be the same when you leave it and i tell you what i have bought maybe five or six of these books and given them away to people because it's like you need to read this it, it'll really touch your heart you'll never be the same so that's that that's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my number three, um, this again was a recommendation after I came back from Israel. And it, it is called Israel My Beloved. Um, this is by K K Arthur. <laughs> Can't even talk. This is a historical novel. Um, so it's not like true fact, but it just it's um so the book said it is a masterful saga of survival, hope, dreams, and glory. A journey through the centuries of Jewish despair as Israel's sons and daughters are um, scattered across the globe, uh, fleeing ruthless uh, Roman conquerors. Um, so this is like the story of when Rome conquered, when um, Israel was scattered. And it also has an, an underlying story of this woman who sacrificed her son to the gods. I can't remember now which one. Um, and it was like when she she sent her son to be burned, like to, yeah, sacrifice to the gods. Um, and then it's just kind of her, the underlying story of her coming back to know Jesus and and really following him and, and helping spread the gospel. Wow. So it's not all true fact, but it, it is quite, you know, is so good so that and that was it is a pretty thick book but it's a really easy read so and and i i don't know well and kay author she's a well-known author and um tons of she's written tons of books so um she's pretty much you can safe to read stuff her stuff yeah there's not anything so i mean it wasn't like profound but i think it helped me understand like the true um just struggle that the israelites had you know, when they're being conquered and when they, you know, went into exile and just the true hardship, it just kind of, all of these books have just been little pieces that have really opened my eyes to understanding of like what they went through and, um, you know, the true, the truth about who God is and, and all of that. So, well, and the burden, just the burden on the name of being Jew. Yeah. The burden. I mean, there is a burden with that yeah. and it, and uh, I mean, we have burdens too as being Gentiles, and um, but the, there's a burden upon that name, mm-hmm. and um, 
It's because they're the children of God. But anyway, so yeah, that would be an interesting read. That'd be like a vacation. Take that book with you. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Okay. So my third book is a book we've talked about on this show. (laughs) Yeah. And again, this is another book where I've bought many copies and (laughs) and the author has given me many copies. And I have, I like, if you get saved, the next thing that put in your hand should be this book. Mm -hmm. And it's called Receiving the Promise of the Father. And it's written by uh, Dr. Garnet Pike. And um, this book breaks down. And I needed this book because when I got saved, I, I knew I needed Jesus. And I saw the power and the movement of the Holy Spirit. And I thought, I don't know what that is, but I want that. And um, as so many Christians are, we do not do our background study work to understand what the Bible truly says about it. Mm-hmm. We want, we see something flashy and sparkly and we make, oh yeah, like that. But then we don't have a clue to how to explain it biblically. Yeah. And so I got this book and I read it and it was like, this is, and this book is biblical. It's based on scripture. Read it and find out for sure. You know yourself that it is not some wackadoodle <laughs> author that has gone off on some tangent that yeah. is not true. This is biblically rebased. And when you read it, it explains it to a T so that if someone walks up and says, how do you know it's real? I can say, well, let me tell you why I know it's real. Mm -hmm. I know it real because not only what has gone on inside of me and my life story, but I can tell you what the Bible says about it and that it's real. Yeah. And that, no, it is not passed away, Mm -hmm. that it is current and vibrant in this day and time and will be forever. And, and so it, it gave me such a peace and a foundation of my Christianity yeah. that I didn't have to worry, is this really real? I was like, yeah, it's really real. And, it, and let me tell you what it says in the Bible about it being really real. Yeah. And so it's just a foundational book that everybody should have to read. Uh, I'm just I'm putting it out there. And I and like I said, and I'm doing my best to spread it around. Yeah. I told Dr. Pike once, I should be your PR person yeah. because I'm always pushing this book down people's throats because we are horrible. We are horrible about knowing our stuff. Yeah, that's true. And we don't do our background work. This guy did the background work. He did it all. Yeah. It's all written out all there. there. All you have to do is read it. And if you can't remember, you can put a sticky in someplace and go back when you forget what exactly it says that, okay, I know it's real because this, yeah, this is what scripture says. And scripture is the word and the word is Jesus. And so I know it's real. And so, um, man, like I said, I'm, I'm a, I'm a promise of the father th- thumper. I am. I'm, I would go to every door and knock and say, let me just give you this. Here's this book. Take yeah, it. Just read it. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, my next book is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I don't know if y'all can see that. Um, but this changed the way I, like, my habits formed. And uh-huh. it changed how, it changed my habits of thinking about them different, like my bad habits especially, uh, of how I got rid of bad habits and focused on good habits um, now, the first part of this book is a, is a little interesting. It's a little kind of out there, some like just his like thought process. But once you get past that, it's so good. Um, but it's just it provides your framework for creating healthy habits and getting rid of the unhealthy habits. 
Yeah. So. Uh, maybe book I need to read too. And it's a very easy read. I mean, it's a not large print, but the print isn't ti- like teeny tiny. So. Okay. That's cool. All right. Well, my next book is called um, The Journey Home. And this book is written by Dr. James Dobson. Oh, yeah. Who is the, he was the, um, the started the church, um, the, what's it? The Disciple and, uh, Campus Crusade. That's it. Oh, Camp- oh Campus Crusade. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, it just slipped my mind up for a second. So <laughs> he, he started Campus Crusade. He's the guy. He's the guy that did it, started it. If you've ever heard about it, he's the one that started Campus Crusade International. Mm -hmm. And so very, very heavily into youth movement, getting youth saved and and Mm -hmm. discipleship, very heavy discipleship. I mean, you can't really be much into um, any kind of in-depth Christian organizations without hearing about Campus Crusade. It is. So, excuse me. So Dobson wrote this book called The Journey Home. Finishing with Joy. I'm sorry. It is not written by Dobson. We have to stop. It's written by Bill, no, Bill Bright. No. James, Dr. James Dobson. No. Oh, founder of Focus on the Family. It was Bill Bright that wrote it. We have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So just go back and say my next book and I'll cut the other. I was looking at Dobson and I was like, no, it's Bill Bright that did campus. Well, I'm like, saying. Dobson did the family movement. Dobson wrote the intro. Okay, okay. I'll tell you why. Dobson wrote the intro, and then I'll I'll break the I'll break the news to it. His wife wrote the last chapter. So okay. anyway, okay. So just start over here. with All my right. next book. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So my next book is called The Journey Home: Finishing with Joy, and it was written by Bill Bright. And if you don't know who Bill Bright is, Bill Bright was the founder of Campus Crusade. And if you're in into any type of learning about Christian organizations that have done profound work. Campus Crusade International is one of them. I mean, it's like a pillar in the community. It is done. It's all focused on youth, getting them saved, and discipleship. It's a big, big organization that's been around forever and is unquestionable. So Bill Bright wrote this book while he had cancer. Mm. And it's based on, I want to tell you everything I've learned. In fact, I don't know if I can get through without crying. Because the book, every page is underlined. It was like, I'm sitting down and I'm writing this book because I want you to know everything at this senior age with cancer that I know. So I'm emptying myself out to you. Wow. And and I'm getting choked up just right reading it because it was so anointed and so profound. And, and like I said, every page is probably, there's something on every page that's probably underlined. Mm-hmm. And I have a special shelf in my office and this book is on that special shelf because it is just so profound in in fact the last chapter is written by his wife because he passes away and it's just it's just it's just like he's just shoveling out gold nuggets as fast as he can to people say you know say you know and how we so get focused on the minor details that are worthless and mean nothing and what we need to be really focusing on. And it's, um, and it's a hard book, hard to find because I found this book on the sale rack, like the 50% marked off. And I looked at it and I thought, well, this looks interesting. And then I opened it and it said, um, you know, it gave the introduction to the book and it said, you know, what I've learned over all the many years of serving God. And I thought, well, that sounds interesting. So yeah. I thought, you know, I'll take it. I'm going to read it. 
I'm telling you, another tearjerker. I mean, it just like, it just, because you really sense this guy is, like I said, just trying to empty himself out and not have you waste time mm-hmm. on stuff that it took him a couple, you know, years yeah. or a couple of years to work through and figure out was just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And it's just very, very profound, very highly, I, like I said, I just, it, it, it's a, it, it's on a special shelf in my office. <laughs> so I love the book. Oh, that's sweet. I might have to borrow that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have a toss-up here. Uh-oh. Um, I wrote down six books. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sneak another one in? <laughs> um, I mean, I have one more in my five still, but I'm trying to decide which one I want to tell you about oh. and if one is... All right, you know, Grace, you can do both. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, so... This is a brand new, it's a new book. It just came out. It's by uh, Craig Rochelle. And oh. it's called Winning the War in Your Mind. Uh. Honestly, you guys, stop what you're doing right now. I mean, finish the podcast. But stop what you're doing and go order this book. And the workbook that comes with it. You guys, okay, so, okay, so my family and I went camping. And I listened to this book um, because, well, it's easier for yeah. me to listen sometimes. Um, so I was listening to this book and I honestly have kind of been struggling with like, it's okay. The enemy likes to use my thought pattern oh, to every- get to me like a lot. And so I, um, I've been kind of struggling with my thoughts and, and just make, you know, like I, I was like, I'm tired of all of this like warfare in my mind. So I was like, this might be a good book. So I started listening to it. You guys, 10 out of 10, I would recommend this book if you struggle at all with your thoughts. It is like practical steps to retrain your brain, retrain your negative thoughts, like the things you think about yourself, and um, turn that into truth. Oh, wow. So, so good. Um, So this, this combines his, he researched all of this, it combines his research and biblical practices um, to outline the importance of controlling your thoughts. Uh, he believes, so Craig Rochelle believes the Bible calls us to change our thought patterns by replacing lies with truth. So that's his big thing. And there's even a workbook, or if you get the book, there's a free PDF download where you can just write, like write the lies you believe, and then you can write down the truth, like the truth. Of, and yeah, I can't say enough good things about this book. It is oh, amazing. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Well, that makes me want that one, but I I want to do the other one first, and then I'll get to that. <laughs> and just one. a side note: if you if you guys live in Oklahoma, um, or actually, I'm sure other states have it, but the Metropolitan Library has an app, and you can listen or read um, the book for free if you have a library card. So that's how I did it. Oh. If you can't afford to buy the book, so cool. That one sounds interesting too. Okay, so this is a problem now because I'm racking up books I want to read. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, so my last book is called, and this book I am currently still reading. So, but it is, it's going on the shelf because it's profound. And it's called, and I I really wrestled with bringing this book because my flesh did not want to talk about this. Yeah. But then it was like, Brenda, you really need to bring it out. So I'm like, I'm reading this book in the dark with with a flashlight (laughs) and I don't want other people to know I'm reading it, but I am reading it. And, um. It's called Breaking the Stronghold of Food. Mm. Now, um, obviously, I'm not 120 pounds, um, but the 
So I don't know how to tell you how many books I've bought on weight issues, secular books. Then let's talk about the books Christians have written on weight issues. So many. And, and I believe it's an American issue because we are so blessed that, you know, the, the problem with being blessed is that you have an abundance. Yes. And in the abundance, you can have too much. Mm-hmm. And too much is not good. You need to have just the right amount. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we're now in a society where we are, we've, we've got problems. And I'll be the first to raise my hand. So I've spent a lot of money on buying secular books that, about food and weight that did me no good. And then I also, once I got saved and started living for Christ, which has been 31 and some odd months, years, um, 31 years and some odd months, I've, I've also bought Christian books that didn't, I mean, I understood what they were saying, but it didn't really get deep down into me. Yeah. I stumbled across this book and I, and I don't really, I told you about it too. I don't even yeah. remember how I, I came across it. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, I came across this book called Breaking the Stronghold of Food by Michael brown and then his wife nancy brown also helped read it write it and oh my god (laughs) oh my god i'm just telling you you can get this book on amazon because that's how i got it i'm just telling you when you start reading this book you better brace yourself because (laughs) it speaks the truth and it and and you know that saying in the movie where it goes you can't handle the truth (laughs) let me tell you you better sit down and buckle up because you're going to get the truth and you're going to have to handle it. And that's why I'm not finished with it because I'm still reading it. I've got a couple (laughs) more chapters left. I can't read it like a speed reading because it's so harsh. It's so truthful and so honest that I can't just sit there and buzz through it. I mean, it's like, I have to walk away for a moment. <laughs> it, like It's one of those books that steps on your toes. Yeah. And you have uh, to, okay, I need a few days. Okay. I, I need a few days to process what you just said to me. Yeah. And I need a few wa- days to process how you said it. Yes. Because he doesn't sugarcoat anything. And it, Which, why do we, yeah, we don't need sugarcoat. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he, doesn't, is, but... he doesn't spoon feed, make yeah. it spoon feed. He doesn't make it. <laughs> Break it down and make it nicey-nicey for you. Mm-hmm. It's like in your face. And and he even talks about that in chapter one. He says, you, listen, I'm going to... This guy <laughs> was an overweight pre- preacher that travels mm-hmm. and preaches. And his body was beginning to break down. And and then God was really dealing with him and said, you know, you get up there, you preach my gospel, you preach my word, you know. And uh, I'm just kind of paraphrasing what he said. I'm not exact. and But yet, your body... Let's talk about your body. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, and so, he, and at the same time, his wife was going through the same thing. And so they decided, okay, we're going to, we're going to address this issue together. And he decided to write a book about it. And, um, he just, he is all up into my backyard, my front yard. <laughs> Stepping on your toes, reading your mail, all of the saying, You know, he starts out by saying, listen, I'm going to use the word fat. I'm not going to use the word <laughs> overweight, <laughs> food issues, you know, you list, you know, you list the different ways we like to make it palatable. He just says, this is the word fat. And I was, I was like, I like had to put the book down and walk away for a moment. Cause I was like, well that, okay, let me, let me just embrace that for a moment. <laughs> let me, you know, process that we're going to use that word in this book. And and then I was like, okay. And then I came back and I sat down and I continued to read. But it was just like, it was just like, 
wow, this guy is so honest. It's just, I mean, I you can't take that much honesty in one setting. Yeah. You know, I need to take Aww. a vacation. I mean, a little break, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've been, but I, I'm going to finish this book and I can already see because it was just like enlightenment, major enlightenment, mm-hmm. major understanding where I could go back through my process of my life and see. Oh, it's like this guy was like just there. I mean, like he, and then it was like, I wanted, I was so mad that I wanted to go through all my library of books and just start burning all the stupid books that I read before, <laughs> you know, as a, like a symbol of this is crap. You know, this was, mm-hmm. you know, not, not real. This was like, you know, yeah. this is the book that addresses the stronghold of food. That spiritually addresses it. And, it. and if you have that issue, you have to address it spiritually first mm-hmm. before you can blend it into the natural world. Yeah. And all along, I was trying to address it from the natural realm, mm. trying to force it into the spirit realm. That's and cool. and it it was it was like doing it backwards. Yeah. I needed in this instance anyway, I needed to address it from the spiritual realm and bring it into the natural realm. So it is this is very humbling for me <laughs> to have to bring this book forward, but but I also know that there are people out there that you need to read this book. And if that's too harsh for you, that's okay. You need to hear it harsh. But go buy the book off Amazon. You don't even have to go to a bookstore. It'll come to you in a little brown bag, you know, a little brown Nobody envelope. No one will know. And and then you just sit down and you start reading it. Yeah. As, okay. As All right. Well, I'm going to squeeze my, my sixth book in oh, yeah. because just because it is so meaty and well, if as you can tell, I haven't even read half of this book. I had to put it down and kind of it was kind of like this, but um, it's called Discipleship by A W A W Tozer, which is like notoriously. I mean, this guy's known forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you yeah if you've read any of his books, so so good. Um, but it's what it truly means to be a Christian collected. Uh, what it truly means to be a Christian. So it's about discipleship. This is so meaty. So meaty. I took it on a, a trip a few years ago on the airplane, and I'm like, I can't, like, I can't focus enough on this book. Like, but yeah, I know we're running out of time, but I just had to include that because it is so incredible. And, you know, we're called to discipleship. We're called to yeah. disciple one another. And I think that is, this help helped me, you know, realize the importance of discipleship one and also kind of how to do it. You know, that it doesn't have to be, this grand, huge thing where it's so organized and, you know, you have to have all these social skills, but just loving on one another. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today while we share our books. And like I said, in our, on our Facebook, looking mm-hmm. at our Facebook, we'll have a picture of the cover of each one of these books so that you can look at them and, and pick out ones you think you need to read for yourself. And, yeah. um, and if you struggle with reading, still go ahead and get it and try it. You know, it's, it's just like, working out yeah you know the more you do it the easier it gets that's right exactly exactly and and check out your your nearby library to see if they have a an app with ebooks and um like where you can listen or read on your phone or tablet because that really has helped me recently just listening sometimes it depends on the book but sometimes I just need a quiet space to listen (laughs) and so I can take notes or because I I can't just like speed read through or listen through you know, really deep books like that. But um, we just want you guys to know that you are blessed, that you are loved and wanted and needed, and you are enough. 
And we just pray a blessing over each of you listening, watching, wherever you may be. Um, we are we do pray for you guys. Um, so we hope that you stay safe and stay well and we'll see you.